0: and As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination, and in godly things.
1: If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: Erin Addisons.
1: On American Family Radio, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to your Monday with the Addisons. I'm Niki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B. and J. Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show. Mm-hmm. Um, today, um, our show topic is juxtapose. Juxtapose, it's where you take two different, well, I think typically like images, mm-hmm. um, and you contrast them by setting one against the other. Or you could take a concept or an idea as well and just sort of juxtapose those two things. Right. And so I want to do that with news stories today. I actually want to do two sets of a sort of juxtaposition, if you will, Um, I've got two news stories that I kind of want to pair and then use them to kind of delve into a discussion that I think points, again, as as so often does, um, where we are in this country. Just kind of one of those things that just is a little bit um, revealing, a little bit telling of where we are and um, also confirms Romans one twenty two claiming to be wise they became fools. Hmm. So I just I, I I read these stories last week and believe it or not you you'd be surprised at my level of self control because I had these stories <laughs> two of them I had two of these stories uh, on on Friday. Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> amazing
1: self-control. I, amazing. I mean, I had notes and everything because I, I prepared like, you know, maybe there's problems with the phone lines or maybe we don't have a really like stirring or rousing topic and nobody calls in and then, you know, <laughs> got to talk. And so, but yeah. but as it is um, or as it was, people called in. So anyways, um, we, didn't, we didn't get to it, but we'll get to it today because I, I just thought that these stories coming out within days of each other Um, They you can couple them together and use them to to, you know, paint a picture (laughs) of where we are. Yeah. So anyway, so we'll get into that. But first, let me remind our listeners that we have the Marriage Family Life Conference um, happening July 7th through the 9th in Tupelo, Mississippi. Tupelo, Mississippi is where the American Family Association is headquartered. And this is year four. Five,
0: five.
1: All right, man. Anyway, um, this is year five Well, I of mean, marriage, family life. Because Are you counting the COVID year?
0: Like, yeah, you can't count the COVID okay, year. So, we
1: didn't have a conference well, Let then. me
0: look to my ex, ex, uh, expert in the back, my expert. Let's Sherry see, B.
1: What, what year is it? It's year four.
0: Okay, yeah. So my expert Sherry B said it's year four.
1: I mean, I'm not at all upset <laughs> that you consulted Sherry B over me. No. Because I would have done there's the same a reason thing. For I, that. I am not upset. There's a, but there's a reason. There's a but bigger reason. I understand. Reason. There's oh, a bigger okay. reason. Okay. It's a reason and that I don't know. It has to do
0: with prophecy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's true. That is true. Yes. Okay. Right.
1: And so, like, okay. Yes. Very good. Very good. Uh, so this is year four for the marriage family life conference. And we want you to be a part of it. We really believe that um, the Lord has uh, enabled us to put together something that is special and uh, impactful. I, I hope that it's impactful. I know that for me, um, it is, it is impactful. I would say even as we we're putting it together, yes, it um, is. I leave every year different. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think the people that um, we bring together and the content and the information that is shared, I think, makes a huge difference yes. um, for those who attend, including yes. us. Yes. Yeah,
0: I agree. And, and I just want to say this coming real soon. I think it's going to be um, next Tuesday. We're going to have a, a special day. Uh, where we're going to be, different shows are going to be interviewing some of the yeah, speakers. Yeah, Marriage
1: Family Life Emphasis Day.
0: Yeah, it's going to be an emphasis day. So you you get to hear uh, the heart of the speakers, you know. And it's just, a, it's look, what I love the most, well, one of the things, is just the atmosphere that I feel during the conference. It's like we're family because we mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. And praise God, I will say this, praise God as uh, the Marriage Family Life Conference has grown, I feel like the atmosphere has stayed the same as far as, mm-hmm. you know, just really a family uh, feeling that we are the body of Christ. We are encouraging one another, you know, is, is, I don't feel like it's stuffy or, you know, anything like that, but it's just, man, the feeling is, man, this is family.
1: Yeah. And we're coming yeah together because I mean, family. that's the truth, right? That, yes. That's the truth of, yes. of who we are, our, I would say our first and foremost identity is that of Christian um, being found in the Lord Jesus Christ, that that description um, should, I I just don't understand how anything else could take top billing over that. Right. You know how you could prefer to identify yourself in any way over and above Christian. I mean, you have all of these other ways that you um, are understood and are known in the world. And this is true. I am a wife. I am a mother. I mean, all of these things are important, but most importantly, I'm a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, the way that I behave on issues are overwhelmingly determined by that fact, Mm. by that fact. I mean, and if you think about it, like even more so than just saying, well, I'm a woman and and I'm a wife and I'm a mom, because even the way I behave, do you understand that when you come into the body of Christ, excuse me, now you have new parameters for how you behave, um, even in those spheres. Mm. (laughs) hello right like we learn how to be godly women now in christ and godly wives now in christ so even the way i operate in those particular areas Mm -hmm. are informed by my christianity by the fact that i'm a follower of christ so how can anything you know be positioned above above that above that description anyway that's a that's a different show that we did several years ago so anyway um (laughs) All right. So marriagefamilylife.net, marriagefamilylife.net. You can register and be a part of it. Remember, this is a full conference. You and your children are invited to participate. We do not. um, Well, I was going to say we don't give your kids juice and crackers, but that would be untrue. Yeah. We don't give your kids juice and crackers as a substitute for truth. Right. How about that?
0: they get that plus the truth. Because
1: somebody was about to register and they're like, wait a minute, no snacks? (laughs) <laughs> like, well i'm no, out if be you don't be no, snacks. we have snacks we have plenty <laughs> plenty 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 of snacks trust me okay um so anyway marriagefamilylife.net pray about it see if it's something that the lord wants you and your family to participate in and if uh if you arrive at the conclusion that he does then we welcome you all right and and if he doesn't we still i mean you know <laughs> Do, do what you must. You're still yeah. family. Okay. All right. So here we go. You guys ready? Juxtaposition here. Let's let's, let's look at a couple stories. Okay, here we are. So I was reading The Guardian. And um, this story I thought was really fascinating. Because I thought, wow, you know, there's a whole lot of passion in this news story. So I'm just going to share this news story with you here. And then um, just a little bit after reading this news story, over at The Guardian, I was reading a different news story over at People Magazine. Mm. And I thought, wow, like, you know, I'm, I want to talk about these two stories. I want to place them side by side and just kind of talk about where we are in culture, that we have these two stories that are, you know, running within days of one another and just how we have an incredible disconnect just as a society. OK, so here's a story from The Guardian. Um, this is the headline that grabbed my attention. A barbaric federal program. U.S. killed 1.75 million animals last year or 200 per hour. It's like, oh. Whoa. Mm. Okay. So I keep reading. All right. Um, An obscure division of the U S government had a busy and ruthless year in 2021. Mm. I'm going to read this as if I'm reading for audible. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm okay. All right. Um, Killing more than 1.75 million animals across the country at a rate of about 200 creatures every hour. The latest annual toll of Wildlife Services, a department within the U.S. Department of Agriculture, has further stoked the fury of conservation groups that have decried the killings as cruel and pointless. Wildlife Service maintains the slaughter is necessary to protect agricultural output, threatened species, and human health. Guys, guys, I don't know if at this point You have already run to the end of this discussion. (laughs) Will the great? Have you already run to the end of this discussion? Yeah, but you know,
0: I'm not gonna say anything. Don't do it. Okay,
1: right? Because it mess
0: up the whole flow. I'm I'm seeing. No, I think this one is one
1: of those things that I think everybody listening is kind of like, whoa. That's, a, that's amazing. That's a very passionate piece, right? I'm going to continue here because it goes into numbers and it goes into creatures and all of these things. Now, and, and OK, let me just say this right off the bat, because somebody listening to this is going to say, Miki, are you saying that we shouldn't care about animals? Come on. Come on. Even the absolutely. Bible says we, we have we,
0: care about animals.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> you know? We have a responsibility to animals, but not a responsibility to animals over and above humans. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. okay. Yes. I guess I just did what I didn't want you to do. Yeah, okay. you ran. I ran That's all, all the right. way to the end. Okay. So so back to this article, though, because I, I really, I want you to hear the sort of impassioned plea in this article, right, that is, you know, care about these animals that are being senselessly um, murdered every day. Right? 200 creatures every hour. 200 creatures every hour. What are we doing in America? What are we doing in America where we are killing 200 creatures every hour? (laughs) Okay. All right. Let me just continue. The Guardian. Here we go. The 2021 toll shows the killings span a Noah's ark of species. Mm. Whoa. (laughs) Oh, okay. Mm. Like, That's pretty interesting, yeah. that description there. A Noah's Ark of species, including alligators, okay. armadillos, mm. doves, owls, otters, porcupines, snakes and turtles. And somebody's like, snakes? I mean, I mean right. <laughs> but I'll just continue here. <laughs> European, star- <laughs> European starlings alone accounted for more than one million of the animals killed. A single moose was shot, along with a solitary antelope and accidentally a bald eagle. Wildlife services targets certain invasive species that it considers a threat to ecosystems, such as feral hogs and types of giant swamp rodents called nutria. Kill Mm, them.
0: Yeah. Have you seen one of those before?
1: Has anyone ever? Oh, my goodness. Because you can ask the Louisiana folk. We've seen them. You don't need them. I'm sorry. They probably do serve a purpose. And and I'm I'm joking when I say that. No, they do. I'm I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. No offense to anybody who does eat. Why do I always have to give these? We live in a very sensitive society. Very sensitive society where I've got to give all these disclaimers. No offense to the nutria eating people. No offense to those who want them, you know, to live for ecosystems. Anyway, no offense to anyone breathing. There we go. It controversially kills vast numbers of America's native species. This article goes on. So here we go. Last year, 404,000. 538 native animals were killed by the agency, a compendium of snuffed out life that mm. included 324 gray wolves. Mm. I didn't share this story with JD. The wolves would have angered him. He loves <laughs> wolves. 64,131 coyotes, 433 black bears, 200 mountain lions, 605 bobcats, 3,014 foxes, and 24,687 beavers. Mm. Now, I'm going to continue because there are some quotes here. There are some comments made in this article that I think are important. And for us to have a fair juxtaposition, I need to include it. Plenty of the animals are killed unintentionally, too. Unintentionally, too. With 2,746 unfortunate creatures, including bears, foxes, and dogs, exterminated by accident last year. This is partly down to the method used by Wildlife Services, which deploys leg hold traps, snares and poisons to target the animals. The agency uses a variety of other approaches, too, such as rounding up and gassing geese or shooting coyotes from helicopters or aircraft. Quote, it's stomach turning (laughs) to see this barbaric federal program wiping out hundreds of thousands of native animals, said Colette Atkins. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, Colette Atkins, carnivore conservation director at the Center for Biological Diversity. Quote, killing carnivores like wolves and coyotes to supposedly benefit the livestock industry just leads to more conflicts and more killing. This is truly a vicious cycle and will continue to demand change from wildlife services. All right. Now, When we get back on the other side of the break, let me just make sure that that was the only quote from this story. I feel like there was another one. Okay, we'll leave it there on this story from The Guardian. Hmm. When we get back, we'll turn our attention to People Magazine and look at another story um, that kind of, you know, I don't know. You'll just have to judge it for yourself, just like you're doing with this one. You'll have to just determine what are the things that we really should be outraged over. And how do we prioritize those things as far as headlines are concerned? Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll, we'll grab the break and we'll be right back. Stay close.
2: Brings joy in my sadness. Peace in the time of storm.
1: Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. Appreciate you listening. I'm Mikey,
0: and I'm Will, and that's the Walls Group. With all my praise goes to you.
1: So, it's talking about this. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, this Guardian story. Mm-hmm. Uh, March 25th is the date of this story. They're talking about this barbaric federal program that killed 1.75 million animals last year. And they break it down, say, 200 animals per hour. This insanity has got to stop. This this barbaric just slaughtering of these innocent ba- uh, animals. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Got to stop. And then I was reading another story, and I want to share this with you. And I almost kind of like it, – it's one of those things where you're not – you're not laughing because it's funny. You know what I mean. You're you're just right. like, oh, dude. Wow. Like there's just an incredible disconnect. So here is this story from People Magazine. Um, this is the Flying Nun, Sally Field. You remember? Yeah. Was it you love me or was it you like me? I can't remember what she said. It's her famous line Sally that everybody Field. you really like me or something. Oh yeah. Sherry B knows she'll she'll be sending it um, to us in just a moment. Here. She was a gidget so, too. She was. A yes, long, she long was. Time ago. Yeah. Yes, she was. That's right. <laughs> Um, So Sally Field, who had to go to Mexico for an abortion in 1964, calls new state bans criminal.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Say that again?
1: Yeah. Okay, I will. Sure. Sally Field, Mm -hmm. who had to go to Mexico for an abortion in 1964, calls new state bans criminal. Mm. In other words, what's happening all across this country where states are anticipating that there is going to be an upset with Roe? And they are saying, hey, hmm. this is our opportunity. And which, by the way, and I don't want to get too far ahead because this is where I ultimately want to end up. Mm-hmm. Prayer is powerful and effective. Amen. And there are some things that are happening right now, spiritually speaking. There are some things that are happening, and I'm going to share it with you. And, and, and interestingly enough, I'm going to encourage you by going to Guttmacher. Which, which is like the clearinghouse for all things abortion, right? Like they have all these stats and all this information pro abortion, mm-hmm. right? But I'm going to go to Guttmacher to encourage you, believe it or not. Like mm. believe it or not, because mm-hmm. what they are doing is they are watching what states are doing all across this country. And of course, they are reporting on it negatively because they're like, oh, this is an attack on, you know, reproductive justice and, and women's rights and, right. and women's health and all of these things. But as I'm reading the information, I'm actually going, glory to God. Mm. Lord, thank you. Oh, may your people continue to press in. Mm. But again, you can have the Guardian story or you've got people incensed over the killing of animals. But these same people are saying that, you know, protecting and preserving the life of babies is um, criminal. Hmm. I just just juxtaposition, right? So here we go. Sally Field is calling out the legislators in states like Texas and Florida, for instituting criminal bans on abortions. Field had an abortion herself at age 17. Mm-hmm. Now, this is tragic, it by is. the way. This is tragic. I will never normalize this type of revelation in my life. And I just I just want to pause for a second just for us all to, to make sure that when we read about this, that we never normalize this, that right. we don't just skate past it like, you know, oh, oh okay, shit. No, what she is saying is that she murdered a baby at 17 in 1964. So pause for a second and think about the implications of that. Think about the sadness, right? Okay. This was nine years before the landmark Roe versus Wade Supreme Court decision. And and this is a secular article, okay, that affirmed the right to abortion in the U.S. There there was no right to be affirmed. That, That... There is no right to be affirmed. Okay. It's ridiculous. There's no right to be affirmed. All right. So anyway, she had to go to Tijuana, Mexico for the procedure. And she wrote this in her 2018 memoir, memoir, memoir. She wrote this in her 2018 biography piece thing called (laughs) In Pieces. All right. Now in an interview... Recently with uh, Variety, she was asked what she thought about the recent abortion bans that are popping up in this. This article says Republican led states. Actually, you know, there are some measures that are popping up in states all across this country, according to Guttmacher. You know, it's interesting to me that they want you to think that it's just the crazy conservatives who are Mm -hmm. trying to defend and protect babies. It's interesting to me. Anyways, quote, quote. Those men who are doing that, and they're mostly male governors who are doing it, are so backward, so ignorant, and really just power hungry. That's what Sally Field said. She's 75 years old now, Man. by the way. She said, quote, I think it's criminal. And then, and Will the Great, you'll appreciate this, her quote continues, they're so wanting to roll back the achievements and important progress for women, for blacks, and for the LGBTQ community. <sighs> <laughs> Man. Had to make sure I included that yeah, just for you.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Field called out two governors in particular, Texas governor Greg Abbott, who has banned abortions after six weeks of pregnancy. This article, again, well before most women are aware they're expecting. So you you see that's a that's a giving of the information, but then also a defense for the women. Right. What a shame. You don't even give them time to learn that they're pregnant. So I mean, you're gonna make them miss their window of opportunity to go out. And to murder these coyote uh, babies. <laughs> I just want to make sure that we're all on the, same, on the same page. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who is set to sign a ban on abortion after 15 weeks as well. With no exception for rape or incest. Because it becomes a different type of species in that case. <laughs> and worthy of death. Deserving even to be just, you know, taken out. Back to Sally Field. Quote, I can't say enough horrible things about what I feel about those men. If you see them coming... Now, this was interesting to me. This was... I I, I mean, I don't know what you do with this, but she... she (laughs) Quote, if you see them coming toward me, those two governors specifically, lead me out of the way because I cannot be responsible for what I would do. Heidi, do you hear me? Lead me away.
0: (laughs) 75, right?
1: 75, she turns in in this article, in this interview, she turns, and this is what she says to her publicist. If you see those two men ever coming toward me, you lead me away because I don't know. I can't be responsible for what I might do. I mean. (laughs) Is that a threat? It it sounds like it to me, but Mm. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe people are just like, oh, Gidget. You know, like maybe they're just like, (laughs) they don't, maybe they just. You know, I mean, I guess if it were Madonna, well, no, that's a different type of official. (laughs) No, it's only certain officials because she thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. And and that Mm. was just like, oh, my goodness, you know, but not for a lot of people, just for some people, you know. And then here you've got you've got Gidget, who's just like you've got two governors (laughs) that if they ever come toward me, if they ever come. I mean, I just don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I just I don't I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway. But Here's the thing that I think is really insane about that, that you've got these stories running within days of one another. And, and the thing I think is that most people will not even notice the disconnect. It, it will, it, they will just be news stories that kind of happen. But I think this really shows where we are, like where we are as a society, that we can be outraged over the killing of animals. Right, but but then at the same time we are celebrating and championing championing the murder of babies. Right, Uh, it, it just you know it's kind of mind boggling to me. And but I'm but I'm I'm hopeful and also prayerful that the Lord will continue to move on hearts. That the Lord will continue to move on hearts because we see things shifting, we see things changing. And and I will just tell you, um, you know, believers and non believers, if if you're listening, um we really need the mercy of God in our country. Amen. Do you understand that if we get what we deserve for the slaughter of the babies that we have murdered in this country, we would be wiped off the face of the earth.
0: And I look, I will say this. I think we are uh, reaping some of those things in the amount of violence and murder that is in our streets. Like, you know, it has stripped the mentality of what life really is. Like, you know, who's worthy to live. And we have this violence, you know, but I think people don't really see it that way. But I see it as a spiritual connection because of killing innocent lives, you know, babies. You know, we have all this other death that's constantly in you. our faces.
1: I agree with you. And, and I think when you take the, the position that we have allowed to be taken, even with our kids, as far as our kids are concerned, the messages that they are inundated with really dehumanize babies Right. Mm-hmm. And then you tell them that they just sort of like, you know, are the result of random chance. Mm-hmm. Right. Because one of the arguments that you have to make to be able to kill these babies um, without even the conviction of your conscience is that you have to, to a certain extent, dehumanize them. You, They're not they're not really yet people. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not really They're You don't want to think of them as like they're they're the products of conception, <laughs> which is what. Like what is that? You know what I mean, and and you just kind of have to go kind of like Katanji on it, and just kind of be like, I don't really know what that is. <laughs> I'm not a biologist. You have to no. just go, you know, that's what that's forever now. My description <laughs> when someone, you know, is misleading, <laughs> being nice, right? Or or actually, and maybe she wasn't being misleading. Maybe she was just truly revealing, sort of, you know, where yeah. we are headed, and 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 Lord have mercy. Uh, on people who will have genuine cases brought before her, where the question um, revolves around um, women, because she will be unable to really rule, you know, because you have to first be able to define. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> not what we're talking. I'm, sorry. I'm just so I'm so upset over that. Like I, I'm so upset over that. And I and I <laughs> talked about it on Friday, and I kind of went in a little bit more than I intended to do <laughs> publicly. But can I tell you, like, just in all transparency? I had this feeling of like, I remember being in high school guys. I remember being in high school mm-hmm. and I remember having to um, having to memorize this uh, African poem mm-hmm. and ain't I a woman. You remember that? An I a woman. No. I think it was Sojourner Truth who wrote this poem. Anyway, it was one of those things where it was like, you know, that that's part of like the Black experience, guys. Mm. Part of the mm. Black experience was that you had to memorize and recite Black poetry, and you yeah. remember things about Black history, and that, you know, and so like to 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 look at a person like Katanji Brown Jackson, and 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 to know that there's got to be a certain level of brilliance that you have to have ascended to the position that you've ascended to. Mm-hmm. Like, there's got to be a certain amount of, like, sharpness. Oh, yeah, and, oh, yeah. y- you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. And then all of a sudden, to 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 be there in that place and to have somebody use you to advance their ideology and you go along with it, even, you know, i I, I going to sound because like Jesse Jackson here. The stupefaction of the nation. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, I just... I don't know why that just really upsets me. It just really, really upsets me. It's like, why of all of, you know, look, of all the people who've had the confirmation hearings where, I mean, you look at Brett Kavanaugh and, and what happened to him was tragic. He didn't do it to himself though. You understand Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It was done to him. It was tragic. Like you just go, Oh my goodness. How did these people get away with that? Right. And, and like, (laughs) where, where's Christine? (laughs) Like, like in New Orleans, we say, where's she at? Like where you don't hear about (laughs) her anymore in our drama. Like right. all her trauma all of a sudden just went away. Like, you know. But again, all of that was done to right. Brett Kavanaugh. And then you have Katanji Brown Jackson, and and you're like, girl, <laughs> you you did that to yourself. Like yeah. you you let them make you look like that. And that's to me just Anyway, but
0: it, it would be no consequences for her. She's going to still get in a position, True. And, and, you know, so it's like she <laughs> why. She, she desired yeah. to do that. I mean, yeah. that that's what had to be done in order for her to, you know, progress. So
1: it's crazy. It's crazy. Her yeah. husband is a doctor. I bet he could tell her what a woman is. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I anyway, okay. All right. I'm moving. That's not even what I want to talk about. Remember, guys, stay on topic. Today we're talking juxtaposition. All right. So that's my first set of stories. Okay. Taking out of innocent animals and the outrage over people trying to stop you taking out guilty babies. It's like, babies like how you see those,
0: those commercials of the, the abuse of the, the dogs and stuff like that. And, and look, rightfully so, you should not be abusing animals. But man, you could never put a commercial like that about Can you babies imagine? in the boy. Like man, it would. You could never do it, and they have this sad music playing, and you know. Sarah these, McLaughlin.
1: Yeah. McLaughlin, I, how do you say? Her? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Sometimes it just fails
0: me. <laughs> that, Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. I will remember you. Yeah. But all right. You have yeah. a montage of like you know babies being a boy. And look, and,
1: and it's and it's effective, right? Because when you see those commercials. And you're just like, man, this is outrageous. And the dogs actually look like they're, I mean, it's, it's outrageous. (laughs) But then you think, you think, wait a minute, what (laughs) kind of country do we live in? Guys, please excuse me. I, I look, I am not saying that we cannot care about both because I, because I can, I can sense it right now that there are people (laughs) like we should care about dogs. You're absolutely right. But there are not the same people who feel that level of outrage over the slaughter of babies. Right. And so it bothers me that we live in a country where we want to center dog voices. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Guys, this is the lingo. I know. And, and we're, we're laughing because we talk about the lingo, how it's always changing. Yeah. And the calls are constantly changing. And so some of the most recent calls are to center certain voices. Center this, right? And that means also to be seen. Right. Okay. So we live, we live in a culture where they are saying, center the coyotes, All right. They're saying, what about the armadillos? Right. You know who needs to be seen? All right. The bears, the bears need to be seen. But the babies we don't care about. Mm -hmm. Guys, this is a this is a descent into a type of like reprobate mind Mm -hmm. like that. This is the only way you could describe it, that people can't see this. Mm -hmm. All right. So here we go. Another set of stories. I'll get to them because I I do want to open the phone lines. Okay. Another set of stories here. So this is from March twenty third. March twenty third. I've talked a lot <clears throat> about Mackenzie Scott. Yes. And her giving pledge that she's made. Right. To give away like half of her money.
2: Yeah.
1: I want to say fifty-five billion That's a lot. dollars. <laughs> she's something. I mean it's a she little has bit. A lot. It's a little bit. <laughs> I wanna get that number right because I've I've talked about this was it no thirty-eight billion that she had at the time? I think it I think it's actually fifty-five billion that she started out with when she took the giving pledge, which was a pledge to give away half of her half of her money. Yeah. That's a little bit of money. It's a few coins to put <laughs> together. A few. You can give to people. Um, she's just recently made two more donations, right? I want to talk about okay. those again. Just want to compare them, just juxtapose them, just kind of see if you can find sort of like a disconnect in it. We'll see. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. Gives record-breaking two hundred seventy-five million dollars to Planned Parenthood. Wow, that's going to be used to help Black women get abortion. Ah, once again. Well, but first, but but there's hope in this, though. There's hope. Let there's me tell hope you in there, it. Well, yeah, because first you got to identify the women, and if you can't, then you can't abort their babies. If you if you don't know where the women are, then you can't abort their babies. So there's some hope in this. I mean. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Like, Man. this is where we live. I just want to say, this is our country, guys. This is our country. So another story, though. Mackenzie Scott also gives $436 million to Habitat for Humanity. <clears throat> okay. You know who wants a human habitat?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm humanity. I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. You uh, know, you know who wants a human habitat, babies. <laughs> you know who actually provided for them a human habitat? God, he gave them a womb. I'm
2: sorry, guys. I, you
1: don't have to say the B like that. But I just get upset, guys. I get upset, like, cause, cause. Let's just let's let's just not be super bright on this, okay? So McKenzie Scott, right? Th- these news articles are within days of each other. Okay, she gives. Hold on, let me just move. Okay, two hundred seventy-five million to Planned Parenthood. The money is specifically earmarked to be used to help Black women get abortions. Racist. (laughs) To kill, you know, to kill more Black babies. And Mackenzie Scott, that's not at all what I'm. You can't talk. You know, you don't have enough points. You can't respond to me. You know that you. I have to center my voice. Center my voice. So Mackenzie Scott. Two hundred seventy-five million to Planned Parenthood, earmarked for equity abortions. Equity abortions. <laughs> equity abortions. Equity abortions. Oh man, man it's like, time for animaniacs, um. guys. <laughs> equity. Equity abortions. All right, that's what we are. Two hundred seventy-five million to Planned Parenthood for equity abortions, and then also four hundred thirty-six million to Habitat for Humanity. And I thought, whoa, I want a Habitat for Humanity. <laughs> I I I I want to see the habitats that God has given to humanity. Not be hostile to that humanity. You know, but, but 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 again, when when I think about that, then I just I don't know. I I feel like just eat some olives and just move <laughs> on because there's no way for you to reconcile this. It there is just an incredible disconnect. <laughs> million to Habitat for Humanity. And why? Why? So that people have a place to live. So that you can increase the supply of affordable housing. Hmm. It's interesting to me, though, at the same time, you are giving to an organization that wants to make a human habitat inhospitable to humanity mm. I just don't understand like there's there is a there there is a type of God gave them overness mm-hmm. in this story and 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 what what are you going to do with it and this by the way this story the um the uh giving to Planned Parenthood is a Daily Wire story and I thought let me scroll down here because the Daily Wire does a great job in sort of like, you know, <laughs> painting a picture of the the number of abortions that Planned Parenthood is performing and, and what that kind of breaks down to. I thought that was interesting because when I went to Guttmacher, I was looking at just abortions in the United States. So this is not limited to the abortions that Planned Parenthood is performing. By the way, we pay a lot of attention to Planned Parenthood because they are performing the bulk of the abortions in this country. But there are other entities and offices that are killing babies in this country. In, in fact, let me start with those numbers, because remember, we were looking at the um, the wildlife services, killing babies, or, or, I'm sorry, not babies, animals, killing animals, and they said about 200 per hour. Well, in this country, in this country, according to Guttmacher, there are 98 plus abortions performed per hour. So you just roughly 100 abortions performed every hour, according to Guttmacher. 100 abortions performed every hour. One abortion every 37 seconds. Wow. On a, one wow. baby, one baby murdered every thirty seven seconds,
0: man.
1: and 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 it's amazing because you know you've got people who are having moments of silence as they're doing their little broadcasts. You know what I mean? You guys know what I'm talking about because they're mm-hmm. like, Florida is outrageous, <laughs> and they're having they're having some moments of silence, and and I'm just like, man. <laughs> 37 seconds we can't do it here because then alarms would go off but 37 seconds (laughs) you can only do eight seconds guys it's behind the scenes so you know but But can you imagine can you imagine 37 seconds just to understand that every every 37 seconds wow every 37 seconds a baby loses his or her habitat Hmm. come on you want to talk about being evicted You want to talk about not having a place to live? Oh, my goodness. What a disconnect, guys. And I just. Okay. So 275 million to Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood completed 354,871 abortion procedures in 2020. By the way, let me open the phone lines. I waited too long. I'm sorry. We'll get as many as we can. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840, today's topic, juxtapose, juxtapose. Let's, let's just hold them up side by side, just have a conversation around it. This is what it looks like when you juxtapose our headlines today. It, it shows the state of our nation. It shows where we are, and it's sad. Planned Parenthood received $275 million from Mackenzie Scott, the ex-wife of Of uh, Bezos, Jeff Bezos, Um, Mackenzie Scott has made headlines since 2019 when she began giving away just huge as we would just chunks of money, just chunks of money. She's given away chunks and chunks of money. I did a whole program where I talked about who she was giving to and what she was giving to. And you will not be surprised to learn that some of her most important initiatives and, of course, this all goes through her philanthropists, those who are working with her to help scout out these different entities and these different organizations. But you will not be surprised to know that they all have a certain ideological bent. Right. Right. So she gives to the Obama Foundation. The Movement for Black Lives, Glisten, the Trevor Project, Funds for Transgeneration. Like, I mean, she's, you know, she's, these things all have a certain cadence about them that she's giving to. So it's not going to be your local crisis pregnancy center. Oh, no. no. By the way, just in case people were were wondering. It's not going to be that. So anyway, black t- back to Planned Parenthood. 354,871 abortion procedures performed in 2020. That figure amounts to 972 abortions a day. 41 abortions per hour across the United States. So Planned Parenthood, based on those statistics, Planned Parenthood carries out an abortion every 90 seconds. Every 90 seconds. Look, guys, we're, we're kind of in a, in a bad way in our country. We're, we're kind of not good. You know what I mean? We're kind of not good that we will be outraged over animals, wild animals, being killed to control ecosystems and to make sure that they don't overrun humans. Like we would be outraged over that. But then at the same time, you've got the flying nun saying that she, you know, <laughs> can't believe that people are standing between women and blacks and LGBTQ plus IA and, and all of these things. Um, and 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 stopping women getting abortions, yeah. like you got that, and then you got Mackenzie Scott who is giving two hundred seventy five million to Planned Parenthood at the same time, four hundred plus million to Habitat for Humanity. I don't understand, <laughs> right? Like you, you're funding, you're funding the eviction of humans from their habitat while giving to other people and saying that it's so that they can have habitats for humans. <laughs> it's an ignorance and it's a disconnect I think that is, you know, it's really sad. It's really sad when you think about and
0: it. And they don't believe that they are humans. That's the only No, way well you, you can, have to dehumanize people to way, treat them yeah. the way that Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: You have to This is this is this is always the case. Yeah. Always the case. In the history of atrocities and barbarism, when, when you talk about annihilating people, you have to dehumanize them. Right. Because there's something that God has actually built into our humanity that to humanize people is to draw from you a certain kind of like conscience, like a certain mm-hmm. awareness. So if you can just tell yourself, you know, these are not the droids. That you're, you know, if you can just <laughs> say that it's, this is not a person right, then you can you can act according to that. Okay, let's go to the phone lines, 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where should we go first?
0: All right, let's go to Jeffrey in Texas. Hi, Jeffrey.
2: Hi, how's it going? Hello. Well, i not really sure what else I can add to it, but um, it, it just, it really saddens me because um, just the way... The government has gone about it is, and I'm really stepping on my own toes as well, I've never served in the military, but I mean, the way the government's going about it with we the people is, we are making ourselves targets, I guess, or making babies targets, so we're looking at them in that sense, so yeah, it's like you said, it's like we're dehuman humanizing them. But uh, I don't
1: know if it just, you know, not, uh, not Jeffrey, is being done <clears throat> I'll just, I'll just say something though. When, when you talk about the government, I think it's really frightening and, and guys look, and, and I, I hesitate to bring this up because I, I think then there are people who would say, well, Miki, what should we do? And I look, and I understand that I shouldn't be sitting behind this microphone and then have the kind of response that is like I don't really know. But um, you've got you've got taxpayer dollars going to Planned Parenthood. You guys know this. Oh, we've, yeah. we've been talking about this, right? Yep. Six hundred eighteen point one million dollars. <laughs> Six hundred eighteen point one. What we really should do is just say, Hey, Mackenzie, um, you owe that to us. Like <laughs> the two hundred seventy-five, you owe to us. We've been paying pl- Planned Parenthood.
0: And the thing about that, because that money is going to to that, it makes us, you know, liable. Complicit. Like, like I, complicit. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are I, we are a yeah. part of this. Yeah. It's like, man, oh, the Look. wickedness. And you know, and so how does God see that? You know, we can say, Well, I didn't give to Planned Parenthood, but we did. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, I think and again, <clears throat> excuse me, there'd be people who would argue this point, but I think that's why it's important the way we vote.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it matters. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> Let's go back to the phone lines, 888
0: Let's go to Rick in Texas. Hi, Rick.
1: Hey,
2: how y'all doing? I really appreciate y'all's show.
0: Thank you. God bless you.
2: Uh, and, Mickey, I know you're upset about the judge, uh, Grittany, <laughs> and I think everybody is, but the biggest two things we've got to take away from this is our country <laughs> has degraded to a point where the woman outright lied two times. Yep. One, when she said she did not know about calling uh, Rumsfeld and uh, Bush uh, war criminals, she outright lied then. And then when she said uh, about the woman, I do not, she lied. Either that mm. or she's, ex- she's so stupid that she should never even be the first judge she was. So uh, <laughs> she just lied twice on record. Mm. Now, if I did that or you did that, you'd be in the pen, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah. On the Man. Average- what, I've dealt with animals all my life, uh, and I, I'm a professional hunter. I can tell you this. If you don't thin these animals out, now, these animals are not made in God's image by any form or fashion. Come Those on. little babies that they're murdering in the womb
0: mm-hmm. are. But yeah, that's right.
2: The thing is, if you don't thin these animals out, now, you can have dignity and honor the way you put them down. If you don't, they'll starve to death and die a horrible a horrible death. So there you go. I'm, I'm eating your clock up, but don't be mad about the form of she, she <laughs> Hey, Rick. Her face when she lied twice to me and you.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Rick, thank you so much. Thank I you, appreciate Rick. you calling. I appreciate your insight and your comments there. I will say this, and because and, and, I think you make an, another interesting point that that just kind of shows that we live in a very elitist society, that there are certain people who, um, and I say get to, and I don't mean that in the truest sense of get to, but they lie with impunity. They lie with impunity because they have a certain status and and there's a certain protection that they enjoy and it's an ideological protection. Guys, we live in a society right now where there are certain protections afforded to people who have certain ideologies. This is why I tell people you need to really kind of like get rid of the thinking where you talk about minorities and you think in terms of color or ethnicity. Mm. If you are a Bible-believing Christian living in 21st century America, you you are a minority. Now, if if you're listening and you're like, I wonder what it's like to be a minority. You, <laughs> If you're a Bible-believing Christian, you are a minority. You do not enjoy the protections of the culture. Listen right. to me. Listen to me. I am a black woman. I do not enjoy the protections of this culture. Why? Because <laughs> I'm a Bible-believing Christian. Because I believe what the word of God says is true and inerrant. Amen. And so because of that, I don't come under the the BLM and the whatever waves of protection that are afforded (laughs) the disenfranchised. All right. We're out of time, guys. Until tomorrow. Lord willing.
0: God bless.